You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. of New Nintendo Podcast XL. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Hoff, and again, this is Reflections. The Legend of Zelda, part eight? Yes, it's part eight. Talking about Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons. Now, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons was released alongside the Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages at the same time. In Japan, February 27th, 2001. North America, May 13th, 2001. It was released on the Game Boy Color, uh, only for the Game Boy Color. Uh, Subsequently, re-released on the 3DS handheld uh, virtual console uh, in 2013. And they are going to be added to the Nintendo Switch uh, service sometime this year. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, this was developed by uh, Flagship, which is a subsidiary of uh, Capcom. Uh, the uh, original development is these games were going to uh, have uh, uh, three versions. And so uh, to talk about the um, development uh, here a little bit because it's it's pretty. Uh, I, I I'm I'm gonna be reading some of this like verbatim of uh from the Wikipedia here, but I think it it sets up the overall story of like what these 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 games were kind of going for. So, um, so let's just get into it. So in early 1999, uh, Yoshiki. Akamoto, then head of Capcom screenwriter subsidiary flagship, proposed remaking the original Legend of Zelda for the Game Boy Color to Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, the game's designer at Nintendo who created this series. Akamoto was asked to develop six Zelda games for the Game Boy Color, two based on earlier installments and four original uh, entries. Akamoto wanted to release them in quick succession of four to five months. He held on to this concept of remaking the original game so young children could play it, but also as a test for the development team to move on to a more ambitious sequel if it were successful. Contrary to Miyamoto's design mentality of creating the gameplay system first, development started out with the scenario of writing which Flagship was in charge of. Some of the staff members, including the team led by director and designer uh, Hidemaru, uh, uh, Fujibayashi was that was responsible for tasks other than the storyline one to skip the remake and create an original Zelda game right away. As the original Zelda 
game was deemed uh, as the original game was deemed too difficult for the new generation of players more and more changes were applied to the point where it had entirely different world map as a result the team ran into problems because the scenario on the map had to be reworked constantly to make all the modifications match the game boy color screen presented an additional hurdle when attempting to rework the earlier Zelda game, as it was narrower than that of a television, uh, players uh, could not view an entire room without scrolling, which made it easy to overlook stairways or clues on walls. So originally, this was pitched as a remake of the original game. Uh, dismayed by the lack of progress, Akimoto asked Miyamoto for help, who proposed a trilogy of games, each uh, with a different focus on gameplay elements. The trilogy was referred to as the Triforce series, named after the Triforce, a relic that plays a role in many Zelda games. The Triforce is composed of three parts. The Triforce is a power, wisdom, and courage. Each game in the trilogy was going to be associated with a piece of the Triforce, with one game being the conversion of the original Legend of Zelda, uh... First game was demonstrated at Nintendo Space World Trade Show in 1999 under the working title uh, Fushigi no Kinami, uh, Chikara no Sho. Uh, this action-oriented game concerned Ganon's theft of Princess Zelda and the Rod of Seasons, which threw the seasons of Hyrule into chaos, a precursor to the plot of Oracle of Seasons. So, in the playable demonstration, Link solved puzzles by using the Rod of Seasons to manipulate the environment and change the current season. Uh... She no show, which focused on color-based puzzles, and Yuki no show, which uh, used the times of day to solve problems in a mechanic similar to the use of seasons, were not shown. In the U.S., the games became Mystical Seed of Power, Mystical Seed of Wisdom, and Mystical Seed of Courage. The games interacted with each other. Players could begin with any of the three games and have the actions of the first game affect the story of the other two, a concept conceived by Akimoto. More than 10 of flagships, uh, scenarioists, um, among them, resident evil writer, uh, uh, Junichi, uh, Miyashita uh, worked on the three stories. The developers considered using a cell phone adapter to transfer data, but decided on a password system. The limitations of this system and the difficulty of coordinating three games proved too complicated, so the project was scaled back to two games at Miyamoto's suggestion. Condensing the games into a single cartridge was never considered as the prospect of multiple endings and the added replay value afforded by the ability to play the games in either order was too important. So Oracle of Seasons was adapted from Mystical Seed of Power, Oracle of Ages was adapted from Mystical Seed of Courage, and Mystical Seed of Wisdom was cancelled. These sweeping design changes pushed the release dates closer to the release of the Game Boy Advance, the next system in the Game Boy line that is backwards compatible with the Game Boy Color games. The team considered adding special functionality to the game triggered only when played on a GBA, but was afraid that the additional development time required for the addition would cause the games to be released after GBA. When the game release of the GBA was postponed, when the release date of the GBA, the Game Boy Advance, was postponed, the team was able to incorporate GBA functionality and release the games approximately a month before the Game Boy Advance uh, was released. Staggered releases were abandoned in favor of releasing the games simultaneously. This made it easier for the team to test the interaction between the game and keep the style consistent. Each game was shipped on an 8 megabit 16-bit in Europe cartridge. The music was composed by two employees of the Japanese music and sound effect production company Pure Sound, credited under the pseudonyms M. Adachi and Kuoi P. Uh, Nintendo artist and series regular uh, Yusuke Nako, uh, Nak Nakano uh, 
sorry for butchering all these names, designed the characters and incorporated previous creations from Ocarina of Time into Oracle of Seasons and characters from Majora's, Majora's Mask into Oracle of Ages. So I think all of that is important. Normally I don't go over much of the development, but <clears throat> I wanted to give sort of a picture of, of these games and sort of like what they were and what they ultimately ended up becoming. So I think that's part of the story. So these, <clears throat> like... Like I said in the past, uh, these games, uh, Oracle of Ages and Seasons, were the uh, second and third Zelda game that I ever played in my entire life. After this, uh, that I now play Ocarina of Time and stuff. So, um, to talk about, I'm going to be talking more on Seasons rather than Ages because Seasons is the game that I just beat. Um, the, uh, but it's kind of hard to talk about one without talking about the other because they are a little in interconnected. You can play them both in either order. It doesn't really matter which one. Uh, I usually opt to play Oracle of Seasons first because I feel uh, uh, that it just goes first in the story. Also, if you read the Zelda manga, canonically in that, uh, Oracle of Seasons happens first and then Oracle of Ages happens after. But anyways, uh, so... Oracle of Seasons, uh, Link is transported to the land of Holodrum, uh, where he sees a villain known as Onyx kidnapping uh, Din, uh, who you find out is the Oracle of Seasons, uh, and that sets off the uh, central aspect of the game. You meet this big tree, which is uh, supposedly the stand-in for the Deku tree called the Maku tree in this in this game um, and he the Maku tree in this game he tasks you uh, to find the eight essence of nature and so um, and you're supposed to use the uh, in this game you use the rod of seasons uh, and over the course of the game you uh, get all four seasons added to the rod. You start off with it with winter. You then get the summer season. Then you get spring. And then you end getting the fall season. And each um, uh, each game uh, or each season has an effect on the overworld. Um, the uh, winter season uh, makes trees shrink. And you're able to go to certain areas. As well as make snow banks appear. Uh, spring usually makes these flowers appear. That you can use to jump up to on certain cliffs. As well as uh, changing the environment around. Uh, summer uh, dries out lake beds. And you creates vines that you can climb up. And fall um, changes things to where there's these mushrooms. That you can pick uh, to get to certain areas. As well as put leaves into the... Uh, like holes so that you can actually like walk over these these holes and you're able to kind of traverse different areas so um so that's the 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 jit the gist of the game for the most part you find out uh whichever game that you play the first one that you end up playing you find out that uh uh twin rova is behind the uh them wanting to uh kidnap the oracles and you want to, and they want to, ultimately, their goal is to revive Ganon. Uh, that's, that's their ultimate goal that they want to do here. So they, um, and by uh, Onyx in this game, uh, kidnapping uh, Din in this game, uh, at the end you find out that uh, once you've beaten 
the uh the game you find out that the, there's these three flames that they're trying to activate and so the first one is uh, uh destruction uh, which is onyx's and then in oracle of ages is is uh, despair um and then there's one other one that they want to uh activate as well um and then so you have the the flame of destruction uh and then like i said you have the flame of despair uh and then they try to light the final flame which i'm trying to remember what that is they do say it in the game but i don't <laughs> i'm having a hard time remember remembering what that what that final flame it's, it's like destruction despair and I think it's another like D one, um, but um, it doesn't really necessarily matter. But Twin Rove is trying to, like I said, they're they're trying to uh, cause these flames to appear so that they're able to. Oh no, sorrow. So sorry, it is despair. So it's flame. It's uh, destruction, sorrow, and despair. Um, so the sorrow is the Oracle of Ages one. So. Uh, so then what you do is once you beat these games, they give you a password because uh, it's based off a password system. You put the password in to Oracle of whichever one you're playing next. So in this case, I'm going to be playing Oracle of Ages. Uh, you put the password in. Then there is some interactions between the two games. Uh, basically, you uh, the interactions essentially is like you continue the story and then, then there's a linked ending by, by using the, the linked password, um, uh, which we'll, we'll get into more as I play Oracle of Ages because I'm playing the linked version of that, uh, next. So, but in the meantime, the other thing is there's these, uh, other secret passwords that you can get throughout, um, uh, throughout the, um, like the game so essentially what i would have to do is on oracle of ages there's characters they give me a password i give these passwords to the uh there's other there's characters in oracle of uh seasons so i have to go give those i have to go back to oracle of seasons give these characters these passwords to get these items and then they give me a password to give the items back into uh oracle of ages so it's um basically it's just like you i have to like if i want to get like some of the best equipment like like the master sword or the mirror shield or the big goron sword even and stuff like that um you have to like do these switching so it's it's kind of it's it's kind of like a pokemon situation almost uh it it, it it's very much a like you know, like, I don't think that's what the Zelda team was going for in, in regards to like, it's, it's it, like, it's not, it's not Pokemon, but it, but it's two versions of a game. Uh, but each game is subsequently different. Um, Oracle of Seasons is billed as a more action-based game. Uh, not as much puzzle solving. It's more about the combat, the fighting, things like that. Um, Oracle of ages is more puzzle based and not so much combat focused which there is i mean obviously there's combat um there are similar weapons in each game um oracle of seasons uh is different in that you get the rocks cape rather than the rocks feather oracle of ages you get the um the power gloves level two um 
and that's that's an item that you get as well as like different items like in, in oracle of seasons there's a slingshot as well as a hyper slingshot uh versus the uh in oracle of ages you get something called a seed shooter uh so um in this in uh, another aspect about both these games and i know i'm talking a lot about both these games but i feel like it's it's important to kind of set this all up uh to so that everyone gets like a really just solid understanding of uh these these games itself so um they're though both games have sort of like a second map so in the case of oracle of seasons um there is sort of this this underground place that's what i like to call hell it's called sabrosia um and it acts as sort of like a second area where you do things to kind of progress the story as well as like um it's where the temple of seasons have fallen once onyx gets din so you have to go there anyways to get the um oracle like to, to get to the seasons essentially so if you go there anyways and the final level uh to get the eighth essence is in um it's in the uh Sabrosia. so like you have to go there and interact with these these characters they they uh they wear hoods so you never see their face you only see the the white of their eyes and they're they, like you just that's all you see you never see actually see their face uh versus oracle of ages which um i uh personally like a little bit more uh but oracle of ages um you traverse between the past and present uh between the map so essentially this the same game map uh you're going back and forth uh 400 years uh between like the past and present to um do things to affect the world and all that good stuff um but yeah so my overall experience with oracle of seasons so now i want to get into this i think so uh i played this game initially after playing oracle of ages so i got oracle of ages i remember getting that uh, i got oracle of ages uh the weekend that my aunt got married so during the wedding actually which is i understand it's very rude of me uh but during the the wedding ceremony i actually was playing my game boy and i was playing oracle of ages uh so like uh that's sort of my experience with that and then i played oracle of seasons uh not too long after i was able to to procure uh, a copy of that and so i was able to play uh both roughly around the same time and um then uh, i which i still have my copies um and i think i picked them up back in the back in the day like in in the mid aughts too uh as well as like I, I know i replayed them occasionally but i didn't really play them until they came to the 3ds again uh, back in 2013 then I, then I played them like right away I got them right away and I played them like absolutely like those were like that was like an instant purchase um I for sure played that I was like yes this is great um and the last time I had played these games was back in 2019 uh much like Link's Awakening I would play these games sort of in conjunction with Link's Awakening uh so I would play um like these games as well and um i you know the last like i said last time i played this was 2019 this was right around the time that i knew that uh link's awakening was getting remade for um the switch 
So I was like, okay, I want to see how these games stack up. And turns out I, I loved them then. I still love them now. I still think they're great. Um, how I'm feeling now is I think, and this will be interesting to play ages, but at the time, I used to think that the Oracle games were better than Link's Awakening. But now having played through Link's Awakening, I think where I'm at now is I feel like that overall experience is a little bit better. Um, not to say that like the experience uh, of the Oracle games isn't good because I feel like to me it's 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 an improve in a way it's a bit of an improvement upon the the Link's Awakening formula. Like, so like these the both the Oracle games are very much influenced by um, the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening like for sure. Like there's there's like I mean the games literally look the same. There's just a bit of a graphical upgrade grade with the the Game Boy uh, uh, color stuff and just like you know like it it looks a little bit better, but uh, yeah, and it, I it, I do think that 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 Link's Awakening is is it's a better experience. So I'd probably put that one above these games, but I think I still think these games are great. So I had a really good time uh, overall with Oracle of Seasons. I had I was playing this on, so I did end up playing this on the emulator so that I, that I could stream it. Uh, I did have some issues with the emulator freezing and because I didn't save, I would have to start over at certain points. Um, that happened twice. First that happened right as I got to the third dungeon. Um, and I had to basically restart the entire game from like the second dungeon to kind of get back. I got back to my spot relatively quickly. So that means that like, you know, no real issues there. Um, and then it happened during the, uh, Actually, last night when I was playing through the uh, seventh dungeon, it happened again. For whatever reason, every time I would uh, occasionally when I would bring up the map, the whole thing would freeze. So I kind of had to start back uh, a little more towards the beginning of the seventh dungeon. Um, and then I just made sure to like save a little bit more so that I could actually like use like not have to run into that issue. So, um, excuse me. Um, so. Yeah, this was a pretty quick, a pretty quick one. I think all these experience, like uh, all these games, are pretty quick to to be in 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 my opinion. And I think that like, um, you know, like if you wanted to to play these as they're getting ready to come to the to the Switch, I think now would be a really good time to experience them. I think it was at, at the time I really enjoyed like having a buddy, uh, like he would have Oracle seasons. I had ages and we would kind of swap, uh, codes and things like that. So we were able to, you know, really get the, um, you know, get the, uh, like secrets and like items and all that good stuff. So it, it was nice, uh, to do that. Um, so, but, uh, doing it on your own is kind of, it's a little silly, but at the same time, it's like not, you know, not, terrible uh, I mean it, it is what it is to just to play these games um but I think overall you know I had a really good good experience with this with this uh this game um the the dungeons are fine like there isn't like they're mostly like nothing to kind of write home about there's nothing that's like super memorable except for the last two dungeons um are fantastic there's like a, a crypt that you go through that's really good um, 
and that dungeon's really good. And then the last one, the the sword and shield maze was was fantastic. It has some really really good music. Um, some of the best music uh, are those last two dungeons. Um, and the music in the game is is fine. No, like nothing. Like there are uh, they reuse the overworld theme from um, a Link's uh, Link's Awakening. So. If you're not in a, in a town, there's more, uh, it's more like, oh, oh, I mean, I know this. I'm used to this. So like the music is good to, to fine. Like it's, it's fine. Um, it's not like anything like super crazy to write home about for the most part. Um, art direction presentation, all good. You know, it's, it's a Game Boy Color Zelda game. So yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the takeaway here is that like, you know, playing through these now after playing through Link's Awakening, it kind of just makes me wish that we would get a, and I don't know if that's going to happen because this was made by Capcom. Uh, these games were made by Capcom, but it would, I would love to see like a Link's Awakening re, like remake style of these games. I think they could really benefit um, from that and, you know, release it as one game. Like, no need to make the two separate games. That would be extremely silly. Just release it as one game. Uh, update the password system somehow and make it, like, really stellar. Um, but uh, I think that would be really, really something uh, if they did that. But otherwise, I mean, we still have these these great games. And I think, like, you know, as they come to Nintendo Switch Online, I think you should you should check them out. They're, they're solid top-down Zelda experiences. Uh, this is not to say that I think that they're they're bad games by any means. I think they're they're really good, and they used to be some of my all time like favorite Zelda's. And I still would probably rank these ones pretty high. I would I I would probably put these like in the you know B to A tier Zelda experience. I think uh, is kind of where I'm sitting. It just kind of depends. So I'm 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 excited to to catch uh, to get more into Ages uh, again that. Ages I liked more than seasons, so I'm wondering how I'm gonna feel, you know, after I play that one. If I'm gonna still be like really uh, gaga over it, or if I'm going to like have certain different feelings uh, about it. But I think overall, like I'm I'm excited to to play that one. That means like we're getting pretty. Uh, once once I beat that one, then it's then it's uh, uh, a link between worlds time, and then and then the the last two. Uh, sort of classic Zeldas on the on the Switch, so we're really we're really getting there, um, which is crazy to me. I think I've started this journey um, back at the beginning of February, so it was you know it's definitely um, it's been a crazy two months, but I'm I'm excited uh, to continue on and then eventually wrap this up before I get to uh, Tears of the of the Kingdom, um, which. I'm, I'm super, super, super duper excited for that. We're almost, we're almost a little, uh, we're almost to just a one month. Uh, we're very close. Uh, we got a little over a month before that game comes out and man, oh man, I'm, I'm just ready for it. So, um, yeah, uh, if you want to catch me, uh, streaming, uh, uh, Oracle of ages, I will be doing that over on Twitch, twitch.tv dot com slash mythimim m y t h e m i m. You can go to YouTube, search mythimim. Uh, I'm on there, posting all the replays uh, there as well. Um, 
If you want to follow me on Twitter, BRN Hoff. If you want to follow the network, that's uh, IndieSourceNet on Twitter, IndieSource.com from the website, IndieSource.com slash Discord if you want to join the Discord. Uh, great service all, all around. So, um, yeah, otherwise, um, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons, solid 8 out of 10 experience, I would say. Um you know, I'm excited to continue this uh, gravy train going. But otherwise, until then, uh, I've been Brian Hoff. This has been New Nintendo Podcast XL. And as always, we do not have one more thing for Link. <laughs>